Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Hey, howdy, hey. Oh, it's official now. It has to be I, I think first show of 2024. We open with that. I feel like we can't go back. No. All right. Traditions. All right. Tradition. Okay. Tradition. I love it. Welcome to the new year, everybody. It's uh, it's good to be here. Yeah. Down in the pit, Mike and I were just talking about this is episode 54. I was going through some pictures on my phone yesterday. And I came across our first episode that we recorded, sitting on your couch. We were both awkward as heck. Like, <laughs> do you like, have pictures oh, from where that? Do we, where do we... I think I just have a picture of the setup. You should post it. I don't think I've got the picture. You'll have to send it to oh, me. Oh, I will. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I know. I was going through... I found... I was going through um, old videos. I was backing stuff up uh-huh. and like saw the first... The video from the first episode we recorded with video. Oh yeah, in the in the other room with the whiteboard behind us uh-huh. and like the super ghetto and Mike and present. present. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's been a good year. People said we won't make it this far. I know, but it's, we proved them wrong. It's a little wild. Yeah, I kind of can't believe it. I can't either. It would be. What is our? Do we have a lot of people still like joining and listening and? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I haven't looked for a uh, while. It seemed like lot. we were pretty consistently gaining followers, and then I stopped looking. Yeah, I did too, because I, as exciting as it is to see the followers, and we continue to gain some. Uh-huh. Um, this is, man, this is for us. Like, I I love doing this, and I love, like, getting people engaged Oh, yeah, and, and I love, like, when people will talk to me about it and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Like, hey... We heard about this. I had I had this mug sitting on my desk today. It's got the Fat Guys of Smoker sticker on it. And I had two girls say, hey, my dad listens to that podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we uh, just over 7,000 downloads. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah. I remember so, when we were hoping to get uh, 200. So that's cool. Yeah, we've got... Uh, Let's see how how can I figure this out? Tell your friends, everybody. Set a New Year's resolution. Tell your friends. We're just a couple of fat guys with smokers. We're down to earth. Fun to listen to. Yeah, we've got listeners. Totes um, adorbs, if I may. Just ask my wife. Yeah. Um, Canada, Belgium, Australia, Germany, Singapore, UK, Spain, Colombia, Ooh. Romania. We could get in with the cartel. Uh, We may never have to pay for anything again. The French Frogs, Ecuador. uh, I scrolled too far. Um, India, Mexico, Nigeria. Maybe the prince really is listening. Hey-o. I knew that money wasn't going to waste. (laughs) Bulgaria, Egypt, Finland, Ireland, and Thailand are all... 
countries that have recorded listeners. So I feel like we're an international podcast now. Like, crap's getting real. People need to get out the way. All right, watch out, Barbecue Central. We're coming for you. <laughs> I can't wait for him to hear that and be like, who are you? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm, uh, now I'm like trying to pull up all, all sorts of... All sorts of things. John, I'm going rogue. Do it. Because we did not talk about this, but I have a shout out that I wanted to share. I love it. Because it's hilarious. Um, Let me see if I can find her on Instagram because I have her TikTok, but I'm not sure what her Instagram handle is. Um, Oh, shoot. There it is. That's the one. Okay. It is Apple Sauce and ADHD. Okay. I like it. Listen, it's this lady. Her name's Jessica. And she's in Michigan and she is hilarious. But she does cooking tutorials that she calls aggressive cooking tutorials. And she like yells at you. As she's making it. Like, listen, I don't, like, I do it this way. I don't care what you want to do. Come at me in the comment. Like, it's awesome. And I think most of her stuff, I'm just looking on Instagram. She doesn't have a ton of stuff. But her her TikTok is hilarious. And I just subscribed. And so I get, like, a daily video of her cooking something. And it's like, I mean, there's not a lot of barbecue that I've seen. It's like down... Like, down home cooking, she cooks for her and her two kids. But, man, she's funny. And she will just, I mean, she'll yell at you just for watching her videos. And I love it. And she'll always be like, follow me for more aggressive tutorials. It's really funny. So, anyway, shout out to her because she's hilarious. Hey, we need more funny people in this world. I agree. Less negativity, more comedy. excuse me anyway that's my shout out that we didn't talk about at all usually we talk about the shout outs and kind of familiarize each other with them but check out her tiktok for aggressive tutorials on cooking things because she is hilarious so a few other stats here go for while you were i want you to get aggressive with me but listen i was just trying to take up space so go on we uh yeah, looks like it, we've got about 80 people that are subscribed on Apple Podcasts. Okay. So many other places to do it, but this is this is one where you can get it. Um, but we've got 180 listeners, so a lot of people, a lot of you are listening and you're not subscribed. So help, help, help the brothers out and click the click the follow and subscribe button. Hit that subscribe. Yep. Um, 657 hours. Of playtime. Good heavens. Just on Apple Podcast. Hey. I'll take that. I'll take that all day, son. All day. All day. All day, son. Um, <clears throat> so, thank you for listening. Yeah. And then uh, YouTube is starting to build up, too. We're... Uh, is it? We yeah. need to start posting, like, cooking videos and fun stuff on YouTube. I just haven't gotten into that and how to edit it I, and stuff. It, I know. We it need, took me a long time to figure out how to post a reel. So I was worried, like, about learning it, and 
Because I feel like YouTube shorts, like that's like the new thing. That's where all the right. cool kids are. That's the reels of tomorrow. Yeah, so we need a, we need someone to educate us that. But uh, mm-hmm. went to dinner with my 10-year-old last night mm-hmm. who was excited because last time he went to Beehive Grill, the Alfredo was bussing. Oh, there it is. And that's what he wanted again. <laughs> Bussin, everybody. And I sat there going, what? But <laughs> yeah, we're uh, almost to 56 subscribers. So I'm going to try and figure out how to put a button right here. This area. Right this here. Region here. Maybe a little bit lower. I feel like the bottom bottom right corner. This right area. Here? Buyer bellies. Right kinda. here. Belly level. Belly level. Click the subscribe button, folks. Help uh, help us out. Um, we're really focused on growth for 2024. Yeah, we really want to kind of take it seriously and try to reach more people. So, so. engage with us. Send us your ideas. Ask for content um, that you're excited to hear about. We've got a couple of cool ideas Yeah, to include more guests' mm-hmm. appearances. And uh, I started listening to the New Heights yes, podcast. I love the New Heights podcast. <laughs> and similar to them, I feel like everybody appreciates when the wives are on. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to. I want a regular segment with the girls. I love it. I'm on board. So, if you're listening, and you know our wives, text them now. I will not put their phone numbers right here. Nope. That's for me. Um, mm-hmm. But text them, call them. Tell them to get on. At them on Instagram. We need the wives because y'all just love them. I mean, so do I. So <laughs> Can't blame them. No regrets. Yeah, one of our best, um, statistically best episodes ever was the uh, Getting to Know Mike and John episode with the, the ladies with huh? the ladies when hey. they asked us questions all right so well that's H- fair Haley's gonna be thrilled when yeah. she hears Whitney this. loves it she loves so much loves it <laughs> they are <laughs> as a uh, as type a as I am they are not yeah not even a little Mm-mm. so but one thing that they are both into yeah saving, saving money awesome we like nailed that we're so in sync didn't even plan that everyone we're like timberlake and jt over here timberlake and jt isn't jt the other one's name no jt is justin timberlake that's right who's the other shoot jc maybe i don't know i can't remember i was never into boy bands don't Um, ask whitney about that um yeah, we thought we'd talk about kind of saving money, barbecue styles. Oh no. <laughs> what happened? We have no audio. Stand by. <laughs> Do I need to pop it out? Pop it back no, in? No, no, no. I just. <clears throat> and we're back with the good audio. Hey! Hey, howdy, hey! <laughs> hey, howdy, hey! That's what happens when. John gets clumsy and bumps things. Yeah, how dare you? But, uh... Saving money. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about the one time that I did the bye-bye-bye dance. Oh, please do. No, I just... 
Oh, that that, that's it. the whole thing. Oh, I, was there the was thing. there was a <laughs> talent show that a couple of my buddies and I. Oh, nice. The whole thing. Bye, bye, bye. In sync, Backstreet yeah. Boys. No, that's in sync. I know because <laughs> up until about five years ago, I had been to two concerts in my life: Backstreet Boys and Backstreet Boys. Nice. Yes, I was a pretty diehard fan in middle school until I started telling people and then realized, oh, turns out they didn't appreciate it as much as I did. So, I, I uh, Ray Canavino was our um, student body advisor in mm-hmm. middle school, and he was now looking back like inappropriately obsessed with <laughs> with the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we had Big some fan. fun. So, uh, back to saving money though. Anyway, let me pull us out of that rabbit hole. Whoop. We were just talking about how we needed better editing. That's no like a, that's a great gift right there that could People happen. People probably listening to this like they were on the phone with their friends to tell them about this that happened, and they were like, Click. "You know what? Never mind. Just I can't even remember what I was gonna do." Yeah. But there are lots of things in barbecue, especially, Mm -hmm. that you can get sucked into and spend a lot of money. This is not a cheap hobby. It's not. It can be affordable, um, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, you can spend a lot of money. Oh, yeah. You can spend a a ton of money. So, Mm -hmm. we thought we would talk a little bit about me not answering a call from my dad right now. Hey, Papa Mick. Custom. So me and John kind of took different um, approaches to this. John, uh, I feel like you were going to talk kind of about meats and cuts and how to save money that way. Yep. And I was kind of going to think, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, gimmicky, gadgety things um, that, I mean, to be clear, are awesome, most of them. Uh, Many of them are extremely helpful, but are really unnecessary if you're trying to save a little bit of money like they can be swapped out for something different so why don't you go first and tell us about what you did today um so what i did today we talked about a couple weeks ago but i had bought a whole rib roast Mm -hmm. in a big chunk of meat in a cryvac um plastic packaging that like it's a massive cut of meat the good thing about the massive cuts of meat is the butchers haven't put a lot of time and money into trimming it, cutting it down, making it into the manageable bite-sized pieces that most people know and love. That you buy at the store. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you buy really big cuts of meat, you can get that saving. So uh, rib roast, it's where the ribeye comes from. La creme de la creme, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a big fan. Yeah. So ribeyes, you pay anywhere from like $12 at a screaming deal all the way up to like 16 bucks a pound. Mm-hmm. I paid 6 bucks a pound for this rib roast. And you can cut it as <clears throat> thick as you want. Yeah, you can cut them however you want. So yeah. the way I did mine, I got two two-bone rib roasts. So great little... Will that feed your family? It will. Two bones? Yeah. I won't have a ton of leftovers, but I'll have, you know, 
that's great to cook up and either serve like a prime rib type roast, mm-hmm. or it's also great to cook and then um, cut down for like sliced roast beef sandwiches, mm. roast beef lunch meat um, is another option that way, or just slice it up like a Sunday roast. Like it's just a really nice roast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got two of those. And then I've got a, it's probably a two inch thick bone in ribeye, Ooh. which is beautiful. That sounds awesome. And then I had four one inch steaks and a bunch of, I just call it grind. It's, you know, the fat that I trimmed off that had a little bit of meat in it that I just freeze. And after I do, you know, five or six things, I'll take all of my grind and turn it into hamburger. Oh, that's a good idea. So you hang on to it mm-hmm. before grinding. Cause I'm thinking I grind it and then it sits there and it's worthless. But if you just no, save I everything, d- you freeze it all and then thaw it out and grind it. Yep. So I took all of those, right put it into, uh, put it into vacuum packs, threw it in the freezer and mm-hmm. it'll be there whenever we're ready for it. Nice. So I like that, but I got, you know, probably close to $200 worth of cut meat mm-hmm. for, you know, right around a hundred bucks. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. It was great. And it also meant that I got to have steak tonight for dinner. So yeah. We did steak sandwiches that were, they'd be bussin'. Ooh, bussin'. Bussin'. I love it. Um, But you can do that with a lot of things. You can, the only one that I don't think is necessarily worth it is chicken. Like, just buy your boneless, skinless thighs Mm -hmm. um, or your frozen chicken breast. Like, you're not going to save enough money breaking down whole chickens to make it worthwhile. Right. Um, Unless you grow your own meat chickens. And I, if you're doing that, um, it's because you want to grow meat birds and it's like, you're doing it for the hobby and for the, I raised my own food vibes. Right. Not because you're saving money. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. It's like my non egg laying chickens in the backyard. Like I'm not making money by having birds. Yeah. So more for fun for the kids. But pork for sure. Mm. Buy those big old pork loins. Oh, yeah. Costco had whole pork loins for $8 off a package. I paid 7 bucks this weekend for a whole pork loin mm. that will easily turn into six or seven meals. Yeah. Well, we tonight we had pork chops that I got from just a loin. And I just cut them. Uh-huh. I mean, they're phenomenal. Kids love them. They're cheap. And... Yeah, cut them into roast. Cut them into skinny chops. Cut them into thick chops. Stuff the chops. Like, yeah. There's a whole myriad of things you can do with that. You could, even if you really wanted to, you could shred it. Um, Didn't you do a braided pork loin? I one? did do a braided yeah, pork awesome. loin, and it was, it was awesome. Was it looks super cool. Huh. So, um, but you can do it. You can definitely do it with beef, and there's lots of different cuts. Um, sirloin is another one that's normally seven or eight bucks a pound. Mm-hmm. You can get sirloin for four or five bucks a whole sirloin, and you can break that down. You'll get a picanha out of it. You'll get a bunch of sirloin steaks. Um, and a lot of people swear by sirloin. It's not one of my favorite cuts, 
but a lot of people, you know, treat it like filet mignon because it's a really lean cut of meat. Yeah. I like and, sirloin. And usually it's less expensive than some of the other ones, mm-hmm. too. So, so um, look for those opportunities to do a little bit of the work on your own. It gives you the ability to customize what you want mm-hmm. because finding, like, nice inch, like, inch-thick steaks, you typically have to pay a premium for yeah. those. Oh, yeah. Um, because... Grocery stores like to cut them into half inch, you know, mm-hmm. flappy little pieces of paper that just dry out. So, yeah, there's lots of opportunities to lots of opportunities to do some of the work, get it exactly how you want it and save a ton of money. I like that. So I kind of like butchering, too. It almost makes me feel I know feel more like a man. You know, man, really if I had if I had infinite free time, I would definitely go do the butchering class at the community yeah, college. Yeah, we've talked about this. I'd get all over that for sure. For sure. Well, John, here are some of my money savers that I thought of, okay? And I want to I want to reiterate, I am not bashing any of these products. I think they're awesome. But if you're trying to save a little money, this is just some things that you could probably do without. Okay. That's where I'm going. My first one on here that I actually have loved forever until you mentioned when we were talking about fire starters. Oh, I always okay. bought the tumbleweeds. They're oh, a great yeah. product and they're really easy. Um, and they're not overly expensive, but you know, that's money that I didn't need to spend because you mentioned that you just crumple up some um, butcher paper, put a little oil on there, and use that under your yep. charcoal chimney. Yep, that's what I do. So that's what I've been doing. Only I've been using paper towels because I always have them right there. So uh, Paper towels work. Yeah. newspaper if you even want to give any cheaper i mean that's yeah that's what i started with was yeah. newspaper yeah um or you can get really wild and use the charcoal bag itself oh i've done that before yeah yeah so for sure no i love that and yeah the like i don't want to knock the tumbleweeds because oh, no. like I when you're it. out camping and you're in a wet environment like you can't go wrong having yeah. a good solid fire starter yeah 100 percent. and they are super <laughs> handy you throw two down you don't have to worry about it like i'm not knocking, I'm just saying, if you wanted to save a little money, that's one place that you yeah. can start for sure. When you're at home, most of the time, you don't have to have them. Right. Uh, number two, I put a brining bucket. Have you ever used a brining bucket? I mean, I've used what I have for a brining bucket. See, that's what I'm talking about. You can pay, I think Yeti makes a brining bucket. Oh, yeah. The Yeti bucket? Yeah. It looks sweet. It looks amazing. And again, I'm not knocking it. I think Meat Church kind of has their own little brining mm-hmm. bucket. That there they are several. Out, which is, and I mean, that's awesome. I have always used either a giant Ziploc bag for brining a turkey, either a giant Ziploc bag or a literal turkey oven bag. I've nice. just put it in there, dumped it all in. It's nice to have it in like a five-gallon bucket or whatever, uh, just to kind of keep the shape and keep it submerged. Um, but you don't need to spend 50 or 60 bucks on a, on a brightening bucket. Oh, yeah. My move it, um, firehouse subs. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, there are a couple of different firehouses, at least around here, but firehouse subs, that's like, a, they do like the firehouse, like named subs that mm-hmm. they, they work with first responders. You can buy their pickle buckets. Oh, yeah, you've talked about this. I've got two of them upstairs. They're $3 a piece. It has a lid with it. It's food-safe material. You wash it out. 
I mean, the bucket smells like pickles forever, but it just adds flavor. Like it's not. A, is it? How big is it? Five gallons. It's a five gallon bucket. Really? Huh. Noted. Yeah, that's awesome. You just go in and it's hard to beat a three dollar five gallon bucket. You can't even do yeah. that at with a lid. You can't even do that at Home Depot. Oh, not even close. You're lucky to get the bucket itself for five bucks now. Yeah. Even more. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> this could spark controversy. Do it. I put a wireless, or I would even argue a wired thermometer. Now, hear me out. This is this is a gimmick. Well, not necessarily. Okay. But something that, while awesome, you could save money on. So I got a ThermalWorks Dot, and I loved it. And then I got a thermopen, and mm-hmm. I never use it anymore. Like really, when I when I would leave it in, um, I mean I would go out and check on it, and it wasn't. I mean it wasn't a big deal, but I left it in once, and it like almost burned the probe. So I need a new mm-hmm. probe for it. So I just haven't been using it, but I just take my thermopen out, stick it in, it immediately reads the temperature. It's been really nice. So yeah. I am not saying that you don't need a leave-in wireless thermometer because I would love to have one to like measure ambient temperature in the grill as far as that goes and watch as it's rising and especially to have it on your phone. I'm just saying if you wanted to save money, don't feel like that is a necessity from the yeah. beginning. Well, and I mean, you're talking about, you know, thermopens and um, yeah, meters, top of the line stuff. Yeah, you're talking about a really expensive brand, and like I love my meter. Took me a minute to figure it out and like really get it dialed into the way I want to use it. Mm-hmm. It is a luxury, and a luxury I enjoy. Yeah. Um, but I've got a Therm Pro. Um, I think I always get because there's Therma Pro and Therm Pro. Uh huh. So they're two separate companies. One of them's like. Their logo's orange with a flame in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty inexpensive brand, mm-hmm. but for thirty bucks, you can have a leave-in thermometer that's wireless that you can carry the receiver around in your house. You know, get a reading, and that works the same way my meter does. Hundred um, percent. So you don't have to spend the two hundred and fifty dollars for the meter block. Mm-hmm. to be able to to do what you want. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And on that note... Part of the fun sometimes just opening it up and checking out the kind yeah, of meat. Like, stick it, with the, yeah, stick it with the thermometer and go for it. Yeah. And if you're looking, you ain't cooking. See, I understand that you don't <laughs> want to be opening it up all the time, but I think for a quick check, it's not a It's deal. fine. Um, But I will say, I was looking on the Barbecue Brethren forum. You ever read through mm-hmm. that? No. It's kind of I I mean if I have a barbecue question it usually pops up on Google so I go and check it out. Um but they had a thread that was best and worst barbecue purchases. Um and a lot of people had um cheap digital thermometers. So I would just say make sure you do your homework because there's good ones and people are going to yeah. review them fine and you don't need to get the top of the line or anything. Yeah, I used a $7 Therm Pro incident read thermometer. It took like three seconds to get a reading. I used that for eight years Mm -hmm. 
before I like started buying a nice thermometer. Yeah. And I cooked a ton of yeah, ton of food that and way. It works fine. You do need a thermometer, but you don't need to break the bank on one. Um, let's see. One th- one other thing I put I I have on here is and I think a lot of people would agree with this is high temp grill gloves. I think that was the most common thing on that thread that I was looking at that people said was the biggest waste of money. Overrated. I mean, cotton gloves with replaceable nitrile gloves. It's a it's a game changer and you can change them out and it's not messy and so yeah, that honestly I I rarely try and handle meat with gloves like maybe I'm just a baby but I've got bear paws of hand so all of those high temp gloves silicone gloves like mm-hmm. my hands are too big yeah like i get in there and you know i'm at my second knuckle where the fingers end and it's like what am i going to do here yeah um <clears throat> and the cheap cotton liners and nitrile gloves like they work but if you're going to hold it for a long time like you're going to feel the heat and yeah I'm just a baby. So, yeah. I think high heat gloves are totally overrated. Unless you're going to wear leather and the leather ones are going to get trashed super fast. So, Mm -hmm. skip the gloves. Buy a pizza peel instead. There you go. Heck yeah. Um, Where are we at time-wise? We're out there. Uh, I have no idea because we... Uh, oh, that's right. We lost and then we came back. Huh? <laughs> we were restarted the, the the recording on the on the recorder, so... Well, let me just we're say... Good. Keep going. Okay. I put fancy ingredients on here. I once tried to follow a recipe and bought all this stuff that the recipe had, like turbinado sugar, which is delicious. What is turbinado sugar? I've heard of it, but I don't... I don't actually know. Malcolm Reed used it on a pork loin once, and so I bought a bag of it, and it's... I used a little bit of it, but it's still sitting in my in my pantry. And it wasn't overly expensive, but it was obviously not super necessary. So, sometimes recipes will call for crazy, weird, fancy ingredients, uh, and I feel like a good salt and sugar rub is yeah. going to be just fine. It's raw sugar. Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. It says raw on it, so... And it's fine. I mean, it's good, but I just, I don't really use it that much. So if we're trying to save money, we probably don't want to get stuff that's just going to sit on our shelf. We're never going to use again. Yeah. So keep it simple. Yeah. Oh, on that note, blues hog barbecue sauce. Listen, if you like it, awesome. But when I was doing the competition with my brother this summer, we bought some and I bought a gallon of this sauce and i think it's like championship blend or whatever because somebody told us that that's what we needed it is a huge name in competition barbecue yeah and i'm not knocking it i'm sure it's great however my wife will not let me buy barbecue sauce until it is all gone and i've been eating blues hog barbecue sauce on everything for the last like six months and i i'm here to tell you it's it was not worth it, <laughs> especially if your wife makes you pay for your mistakes like mine does. <laughs> Are you telling me I need to break in? I'm just saying, it if you wanted some, I've got. I mean, she feels like 
<laughs> so it just came in a gallon jug, and I didn't know how much I was going to need. So I was just like, I'd hate to be in the middle of the competition and not have enough. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, a gallon was about a gallon too much because I did yeah. not even and make it, a dent. It's not cheap. It's like, what, yeah. 30, 40 yeah, bucks 40 a gallon? 40 bucks for a gallon of barbecue sauce. So anyway, she is filled like four spaghetti jars <laughs> And she's being so mean about it. I'm like, hey, I mean, and I mean, it is good. And I'm not knocking it. It's good. But after like the first month, I was like, can we just maybe, I don't know, get like some sweet baby rays or something? No, you will eat all of this. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. So shout out uh, to Whitney for sticking to her guns. But yeah, don't buy a gallon of barbecue sauce. I'm a huge fan of just like Casey Masterpiece. Mm. Um, or craft barbecue sauce. You go to Walmart and there's like 1,200 different flavors of it. Mm-hmm. Man, it went on sale one day and I bought like 20 different varieties. Ooh. And it's like a buck a bottle. It was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And you get to try a bunch of different flavors and it's every bit as good as the $40 gallon. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Head country barbecue sauce right now is what I'm hooked on. I've never even heard of that. What's that? Head country barbecue it, sauce. Is it like fancy or like? It's like uh, middle grade fancy. Okay. But it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. Right on. Yeah. A, uh, yeah, a certain individual got me hooked on it. Ryan Rigby. Oh, <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, right on. Yep. He's, uh, he's into the apple habanero. Variety. I've been on the raspberry chipotle. What is this called? Because now you've Head got me country. on this. Head country barbecue? Yeah. I may or may not know a guy now. who can wholesale it now. Ooh. Head country barbecue. Um, okay. What else you got on the list? Well, let's see. So I have, and I think we've kind of talked about a lot of these when we did our barbecue uh starter kits that was um, a long time ago we should probably do that again we should because that was a good one and i feel like things change a lot yeah we need to we need to agree on the rules that we're going to follow this yeah, time that's true we because kind of change things up a little bit somebody told me a set of rules <laughs> and then played by a different set whatever i feel like we were on the same page until we weren't <laughs> you know i did what you said and you showed up with a different playbook <laughs> i don't remember this at all I'll have to re-listen to the episode, and then I'll come out guns blazing. Yeah, I remember $1,000, <laughs> and I had to buy the grill with my $1,000. Oh, right. and I assumed <laughs> that we already had the grill. That's right. Okay. That's my bad, everybody. Um, the only other thing... Well, I had a couple other things on there, but one other thing I had was a... Uh, you can pay 30 or 40 bucks for a barbecue mister um, to kind of spritz your stuff. I went to, uh, and it's like a big one, like a big gallon. I mean, you could use the, but if you've got a lot of stuff and you're spritzing a lot, I went to Arbor Freight and got a $5 weed sprayer. And yeah, it is my buddy. favorite gadget ever. Oh yeah. So, it's fantastic. I've got one too. Yeah. It's amazing. So I love it. And the best part is, is when even after cleaning it, inevitably it gets clogged with something. You throw it away and buy another $5 one. $5. I mean, you spend more than that on a thing, a good rub. So, oh yeah. Yeah, my favorite is functional, functional, affordable, and disposable. Yes, I love it. It's not very green. Yeah, it's barbecue, man. We're, like the we're we are burning we are wood to cook our meat. Burning the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Yeah, they're <laughs> they're literally government agencies that ask us <laughs> not to do what we're doing when the air gets bad. So, um, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like it. So I think in summary, John, one does not have to have millions of dollars in order for one to enjoy smoking barbecue. No, and all things related unto it. No. You can have a fantastic experience with a kettle charcoal grill mm-hmm. and a bag of charcoal. Yeah. Build your snake, throw a foil pan in the middle of that thing, and go cook some ribs. Oh, 100%. Oh, man, I'm hungry now. Me too. Guess I'll go to bed. I was going to say, I know, it's too bad. It's 9 <laughs> o'clock at night. Otherwise, I'd be making ribs. Yeah. True that. So, until next time, I'm John. I'm Mike. And we're the Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of Fat Guys with Smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.